Uh, fin chop on the text line here. Lads went to the barber last night in the backyard after about 10 stubbies. Me mate called it the whiten. Let's just say the boss not to impress this morning. Fin chop uh, <laughs> who works at St. Michael's Golf Club in Sydney. Shave on the sides. Mullet so, at the back. Uh, that's the thing. I'm, I'm sure you've seen it happen many a time. Probably mm. let it happen yourself, Clarky. That, uh, you know, just have a few too many. Someone gets the clippers out yeah. and away we go. Well, we used to, India, I remember my first tours in Bangladesh and places like that. It was your teammates generally do it for you. So it was mm. one of the boys had grabbed the clippers that someone would bring and you'd go for whatever you get. Generally, it ended in whatever you wanted not being the case. So you'd go to shave. Just give me the number one all over after they tried to give you some sort of style that looked like you had a bowl wrapped around your head. So he said, just shave. You know what? You've done damage. Just shave it off. You wouldn't let anyone near you with the Clippers, Loz. I know you wouldn't. No. I'm very touchy about my hair. Mm. I don't like anyone touching it. Are you worried about it growing back? Is that why? Or no? You just think that's your part of your style? It's part of my style. Okay. I I know how I want to wear my hair. Yeah, okay. It's like when I go into Fox and the lovely ladies that do the makeup. Oh, yeah, and do your hair They want to give it a bit of product. You don't like it? No. Okay. I'd Detail. Say, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll do my own. Okay. So See, I'm, I'm, not I'm nice about it. I'm not yeah. rude, but it's just something that I've always done. Okay. I don't yeah. mind when you go to like things like that or a photo shoot or something and the, they just do it for you and you go, geez, that's a bit of a different style. I'll give that a go today. I don't yeah. mind. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm just set in my ways, I think. Yeah, okay. Mm. Oh, well, each Must their be own. my age. Each to their own. We've got Hawthorne champion Shane Crawford coming up shortly. Uh, did you see yesterday, Loz, over in New Zealand, the All Blacks coach, well, the Rugby New Zealand, they announced Ian Foster would remain as head coach through to the World Cup. The chairman of New Zealand Rugby said the coach and CEO has, I'll give you one guess. Total. Total support. Total support of the board. Full support of the board. Haven't book they, your flight. Haven't they book, stuffed that up? If you're the coach, book hey. your flight now. You know what's coming in a month's time. I couldn't well, believe that was a direct coming. quote as well. I've got no doubt they would have made contact with Scott Robinson over there, the Crusaders coach. And they, not that they would have been hoping, but I think they would have been thinking that they were going to lose that second test match. And then the public support the players showed to the coach and the fact that they won that game and they were so wishy-washy about the press conference the next day that they, their heads would have been spinning. They had no idea what they wanted to do. As in, they were confused. Because I think they were on the path of getting rid of him Mm. and they'd spoken to a possible candidate and then all of a sudden they had to backtrack. I think that's good news for everyone else, though. Because despite the win on the weekend, let's face it, results haven't been good by All Black standards under Ian Foster. Yes, he is set to make his theatre debut in the role of Pharaoh in the musical comedy. Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat by Tim Rice and Andrew Lloyd Webber. Shane Crawford, morning to you. Yeah, the number one team in sports radio. Hello. Yes, a bit of a change, but um, yeah, anyway, I'm going to give it a crack. (laughs) And Laurie, I know you'll be front row. I want tickets, my friend. (laughs) Well, it does come to Sydney. It does go all over the country, but um, yes. No, to be honest, I got asked if I'd audition. And I got a bit scared thinking, oh, no. And I, mm. what do I have to do? And they said, oh, you actually have to sing. And I said, well, 
goodness gracious me. Um, anyway, and then I got a bit scared off, and then I end up doing an online audition because they flew out from from London and also America. Yeah. And then I had a crack, and I thought, you know what? Who cares? Just have a go because it sort of it was something that I wasn't discounting. And then they offered me a job. I'm like, oh my goodness. So um, yeah, and then I thought, okay, no worries, I'll I'll give it a go. And then they said, oh, yeah, Jason Donovan's playing your role over in the UK at the moment. I'm like, oh, okay, this is getting a bit serious now. So, oh, I reckon it's great. Uh, hey, can, was, can you sing though, Croft? Uh, yeah, mid-November. So Mid-November. Hey, can you I'll sing? Back a few winners, and then I can practice and hopefully get it right. Beautiful. And, and have you sung before? No. No, really. Never. In the shower. Yeah. Karaoke, yeah, that counts. Karaoke, yep. Um, but that's normally when you've had a few drinks, so maybe that's maybe that's the way up. forward. Do you know the feedback? It's funny because I don't mess around with the feedback, right? So mm. I'm obviously singing um, and, and trying to work out the words that I had to sing. Um, <laughs> anyway, and you try and get into a character that they want you to get into, and the feedback was because they're in the UK and also America, so we're online. And they said, I oh, kept dropping in and out a bit. It sounded like you're in tune. That was my feedback. <laughs> I'm like, oh. And then the next thing, they've offered me the job. So I'm not sure if they heard someone else singing or what was going on. But oh my God. anyway, we're on. Awesome stuff, Crawl. Great work. You, Clarky, you're next. By no the chance. Way. I, I wouldn't have the courage. Crawl, you're a better man than me. I like it. Look, Clarky, there's a reason he was a captain of Australia and, and led the way because it was only a month ago he said. And he's put his head on the chopping block. He said, back my horse. What's it called? Wild something? Pretty wild. Pretty wild. Pretty wild. Yeah, yep. back it. It'll win. Yep. Get on. He told all the listeners. He told all of us to jump on. And guess what? It won. And I don't think we've given him enough praise for that uh, because it takes great courage <laughs> to uh, put yourself under pressure like that, especially for the, the average punter out there. Yeah. And it just won and did exactly what he said it was going to do. Yeah. Well, there'll be no musical for me, let me tell you. I'll be staying <laughs> off stage and I'll be continuing to sing in my shower. Well, your life's a soap opera anyway. Oh, mate. <laughs> please. <laughs> please. You did just warn the musical, so maybe oh, Clark the musical. About, That's exactly right, the Michael Clark musical. No, thank you. Who would play you? Come by on, the way? let's talk. Footy. Who, who let's would talk, you want? Let's talk two meter Peter and the Bombers. Who, who, the Bombers got a new coach. B- draw before we get onto the Bombers, who would you want to play you? <laughs> what are if we? You ta- had a choice. What are we talking about? Just your life. Well, Croft, because he's oh, in. He's ready to rock. He'll you're have re- some re- experience that, under be- his belt. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not going to work. <laughs> get one of the great act, like Shane Jacobson or something like that, getting oh. out there, and you know he's just a superstar. All right. We've got to think about that, Clark. We'll talk some footy for you now just to let yeah, you off this, Clark. Yeah, I know he's thinking Brad Pitt. Question on the text line from Lenny uh, in regards to the turmoil at Essendon this week and who their coach might be going forward. Ask Craw, firstly, about the Essendon player high not listening to the coach Rutten when he got Ooh, to the bench. Dog Axe says Lenny. It was the incredible vision, wasn't it, Craw? Yeah, it's not a good look. And I understand players are furious when they first come off. They're obviously disappointed with themselves. And, you know, sometimes you just need that little bit of space just to, just to you know, get your head together. But, you know, they he plonked right next to the coach. The coach gives him a little tap and uh, he doesn't acknowledge it. But mm. I, I think, unfortunately, the vision looks really strong and it looks like, you know, he's turned on the coach. But... I think it's just the player being really frustrated and angry that, you know, he's gone against the team and he's he's given a penalty away and 
um, hasn't sort of worked in their favour. So I don't think there's a great deal in it, um, but... You know, it, it doesn't look good. It the timing good. makes it and, worse yeah. as well, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I think the coach on. handled it fairly well too. He didn't sort of get in his face and go, what are you doing? You're costing the team. You, you know, you're meant to be one of our players that have played a bit of footy, so you're meant to be sort of leading from the front. So um, I like the way he just gave him a little tap and said, come on, mate, pull it together. Mm. But, um, yeah, you do get frustrated. You do get very angry. I'm sure Clarkie's thrown the bat. I'm sure Oof. Laurie's lost yeah. a lot of times. But, um, yeah, I, I, I think... We're sort of reading into it a bit too much. What about North Melbourne? How are they feeling at the moment? Because it looked like Alistair Clarkson was going there and now Essendon has entered the equation. What do you think will happen here, Crawf? Oh, it's very interesting. And, um, yeah, I, I think if they are to change coaches, which it's, you know, it's amazing how, um, you know, once the media get a hold of something or any information, they just go for it. So, uh, to Essendon's credit, they haven't sort of moved on uh, Rutten just yet, but it looks like he might just get through this weekend's match and then he might be very much out the door. Alistair Surely Clark- he's got to go no matter what happens with Alistair Clarkson, though, Croft. Well, well... How does how does he stay well, with, with this Alistair happening? Clarkson, do they... Are they definitely going to change him? I, I don't know. No, but I'm saying from no his really perspective, knows. surely he wouldn't want to stay after being treated like this. Well, it's just I think it's all a speculation. And a lot of the times, um, you know, you can have face-to-face support from, from um, you know, your your managers and, and everyone associated with a footy club. But um, it's just the media can really turn it into a bit of a hurricane and yeah. um, feel like the whole world's against you, whereas you're obviously getting feedback all the time going, no, you're still the coach. You know, we are having a review, but you're still very much in charge. So it'd be a very hard situation to be in from mm. a coaching point of view because obviously, you know, it's a small world in the, in the big city when it comes to sport. It's all over the, the radio. But this is what I think is going to happen. I, I think Essendon a few months ago actually inquired about Alistair Clarkson. So I don't think it's a rush thing. I think it's been a uh, a question that's been asked a while back and then Essendon found a little bit of form and it's sort of just covered over sort of any sort of issue there from a coaching point of view. But then the last few weeks, you know, they've just dropped off a cliff. They've had some disappointing losses. They haven't played a good style of footy. And I think management and the board have just... And members have just said, right, no, nah, we're not copying this. So they've asked the question again. And just before he's about to say, do you know what? I think I'm going to launch into North Melbourne. I think Essendon would have been his first preference uh, with the list and, uh, you know, where they're at and, and the young kids coming through. So I I think Alistair Clarkson will end up coaching Essendon right now. I, I was thinking North Melbourne because I thought Essendon were totally out of it. But initially, if it was Essendon, um, you know, if it was St Kilda back at the time, if it was North Melbourne, Alistair Clarkson's preference would have been Essendon. So, um, yeah, it's it's interesting. And it has been, um, you know, been bubbling along for a couple of months now. So I know for a fact there was a couple of questions asked. Huge final round ahead of us. Carlton Collingwood would no doubt be the highlight on Sunday afternoon. Market can't split them. $1.92 each of two. Just a devastating loss for the Blues against Melbourne last week. Melbourne up against Brisbane. Uh, Brisbane favourites at the Gabba tomorrow night. Uh, big game also. Well, certainly the Dogs' biggest threat to Carlton 
Uh, the Dogs are the biggest threat, and they've got Hawthorne in Tassie. The Swans just need to finish second by beating St Kilda on Sunday afternoon. How do you see this final round playing out, Croft? Yeah, how good is it? Brisbane-Melbourne Friday night at the Gabba. Um, and I know Brisbane are favourites. I, I think Brisbane can win this. I just think um, Melbourne's bottom ten are just... They need to lift a bit. Um, but they're still very much capable of winning the whole thing. So I, I think Brisbane can win Friday night because, you know, this is their chance. Top four. That'll mean Melbourne will drop out of the top four probably. So, you know, but I still think Melbourne can do it the hard way and, and win the, the whole thing. As long as they can get a bit more improvement, they're relying too much on their, their very best players, Clayton Oliver, Petrarca and, and Max Gorn. So I think Brisbane can find a way to win that. They do have lapses. The thing about the Brisbane Lions, when they score, they score heavily, but they do have, you know, 20-minute lapses where they really allow opposition to put a bit of scoreboard pressure. So I think Brisbane can win and go top four. So that'll probably make them finish third on the ladder. So then they'll probably, if the Swans win, they'll take on the Swans in the first final. This is just my prediction, uh, which would be pretty cool. Um, and then you've got Carlton Collingwood. I'll tell you what, Carlton's match against Melbourne last week, it was an unbelievable match. I still don't know how they lost. And, and that's just the belief that Melbourne have. That regardless you know, of the time or the score, they can always find a way to get back in the match. But the question mark I have on Carlton and Melbourne is, it was such a tough match physically and, you know, it went right to the end. And at the end of a long season, it's like, are they going to be a bit flat? Are they going to be able to, you know, find a way to get themselves up again, um, even though it's the last round of the season? Um, and then Colton just have to win. They've got to win. They've got to find a way to beat Collingwood, who were a bit disappointing against the Swans. But... Um, you know, I think the Blues can find a way, but I do have question marks on how much it took out of them last week. And, and you've got to remember, Carlton Collingwood this week, you're going to have minimum 90,000 people there. Minimum. It is just going to be an unbelievably... Well, I think it's going to be a close match. It's going to be a very passionate match because you've got the supporters on the edge of their seat. And this is Carlton's chance to get themselves back into the finals and going. So um, it's, it's a, a great round of footy. And then you've got the Swans. They should get the job against St Kilda. It is in Melbourne, but the Swans are good. They're playing with great confidence, and uh, I think they can win and finish finish second, which is a real credit for this young side. And a bit like the Baby Bombers, um, when Kevin Sheedy was in charge, when there was James Hurd and, and Joe Mercini and, and Mark McCurry and Dustin Fletcher, the Swans have got a bit of a feel about that. You get them in the top four, you've got these young kids zipping around with some more experienced players like Buddy Franklin. Who knows what they're capable of doing? And uh, you wouldn't rule out them having, you know, final success this year. Croft, thanks so much, mate. Enjoy the weekend. No worries. Off to practice my singing. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> With the cooler weather arriving, get into Totally Workwear Rydalmere for all your winter workwear gear. We stock the best brands like King G, Hard Yakka, FXD and Steel Blue. Plus, check out the new Fuse Workwear by King G. Does your business workwear branding need a freshen up? Darren and the team will get you sorted. Open until 7pm every weekday. Totally Workwear Rydalmere, 279 Victoria Road, opposite Bunnings and Maccas. Your winter workwear one-stop shop. Now, we're, we're again... They are ridiculous. ...getting stuck in to sticky wings 
here oh. and the buffalo. What we got the American buffalo chicken wings. Yep, they're the pick in here as well, and the ribs again. What did Will say, our producer? As far as he brings in, these are buffalo wings. As far as I'm concerned, there's no other wings. Well, they are magnificent. There's just no other. The buffalo's It's got to be buffalo. I'm with you, Wilbur. At this stage, they're the number one pick. And uh, just a reminder as well that Sticky Wings and Smoky Barbecue are giving you and a mate the opportunity to win a VIP experience for two. This is Bathurst 1000. It's a serious bucket list type of opportunity. Full weekend hospitality packages. You get a grid walk. Full weekend. Opportunity. Oh, there you go. Are we going to Bathurst? Don't know. Um, Mm. Grid walk, lap around the track, accommodation. So just to enter into this, to get your VIP opportunity to be in the running, just go to stickywings.com.au or smokybbq.com.au. Smokey doesn't have an E, by the way. S-M-O-K-Y-B-B-Q.com.au. Register your details. It's that easy. Supercars never tasted so good. Also, just keep an eye out for your Sticky Wings and Smoky BBQ in your local IGA. And if you can't find them, ask your manager to get them in. They're outstanding. Brad Davidson coming up. Uh, looking forward to getting his mail for Saturday in particular. Wink Stakes, field of 11. And he's joining us there now. How are you, Davo? Good morning, Jared. Morning, everyone. Uh, now, Ray Thomas has written an article analysing, I guess, the pattern and the calendar in Australian racing. And, you know, should Australian racing, I guess, have a, a premier series of Group 1 races? This argument or debate comes up, well, I guess, particularly at the start of a new racing season. Yeah, it does. And uh, an interesting uh, point that, that Ray raises and uh, something that I've believed in for a long time, Jared. I think we do have too much Group 1 racing. Um, I think he spoke to Dominic Byrne, who said, per race, I think we have three times as, as many Group 1s in Australia than, we, than they do in, say, Japan, for example. So um, I think the level of, of Group 1, like the, the status of a Group 1, is, has, I mean, there's not enough distinction, is there, between, say, an Australasian Oaks in, in South Australia and a TJ Smith or a Cox Plate in, in Sydney and Melbourne, respectively. So, I mean, they're considered at the same level, being all Group 1s, and I think it's fair to say that the... the the latter two are much, much, much stronger races. So we've got this situation in Australia now when we've got a lot of Group 1 racing. It takes away maybe a little bit of the, the you know, the real, I guess, thing so special being those Group 1s. And is it, is it time to have that Premier Series, you know, whether they call it Super Group 1s or whatever it is, um, to really distinguish those top races in Australia? I like the idea. I think it's needed. I you know, we either do that or we go down the path of, of dropping some Group 1 races and, and getting that sort of eliteness back to that Group 1 level or whether we just go down that path of, of calling them Super Group 1s or having that Premier Series where they're, you know, they're marked with some other figure or, um, you know, with an asterisk next to them as, as, the, as the Super Group 1 races. I like the idea. I think, it, I think it's required to distinguish those really good races against the other Group 1s that, you know, might be lead-ups. There's a lot of Group 1s that are lead-ups. For example, this weekend, the Wing Stakes is a good race and it's got a good class field. But, um, you know, most of those horses are kicking off and it's far from their grand finals. So um, how do we distinguish those real grand finals and those absolute elite Group 1 races? Maybe call them Super Group 1s or something like that. I think it's something to be looked at and uh, an inter- interesting discussion. What about the Spring Carnival, Davo? Should that be pushed back uh, in future years? 
Yeah, Clarky, this was a, another piece this week uh, by Ben Dorries mm. there uh, uh, talking around, uh, I guess, capitalising on, you know, right now we've got the Group 1 races kicking off and, and sort of suggesting, well, we're not even in footy finals for a lot of people that the focus is, is still with those bigger, you know, bigger codes and are we better off pushing the Spring Carnival back and, and you know, making use of those summer months? Um, it's an interesting discussion. I, you know, you, you get more... I guess chance to, to be there by yourself. I think it's fair to say that Chris probably doesn't have the the pool that say you know an NRL and AFL does. So you've got a bit more market share there. But at the same time, you know you do that, then that the horses aren't really having a break into the autumn. There's also that that idea that you know you've got the best horses in Australia racing on sort of 35, 40 degree days. Um, there'll be some discussion there, but um, that's not too much of a of an issue because you've still got horses racing in those summer months and, and they seem to be fine. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just, the, I guess the lack of those horses having a break. So that's uh, created a bit of discussion this week as well. I'd probably just leave it as it is because grand finals are, are getting towards those months, you know, early November and late September where we kind of are out of footy season and it's finishing up anyway. And, and, uh, and those, I guess, once-a-year punters are looking for those grand final races anyway. So I think it's OK the way it is, but interesting uh, discussion as well. Big day at Hawkesbury today. Yeah, rolling mild day there today, Loz. Uh, Crosstalk uh, favourite or odd-on for the uh, the feature there to go to win again. He's been flying of late. He's got to do it on top of the ground now. Obviously, he's uh, been winning on sort of softer and heavier tracks of late. He really likes those conditions. So a new test for him today. But um, he, he's absolutely flying. He's got that likable racing pattern, and I'm sure he'd be very popular uh, with bookmakers and, and punters, uh, or with punters particularly, um, there today at, at Hawkesbury. So good to be back on a good track, and uh, good luck for the club on their big day today. Uh, we'll get your mail for the weekend tomorrow. Already a questionnaire hinged, a big price. Why? But, Dave, we'll get you to answer the questions in regards to the wing stakes tomorrow. Thanks so much. No worries, guys. Look forward to having a chat about that and uh, the rest of the races at Randwick tomorrow. Phil Moss coming up shortly. And last night we had uh, the remaining round of 16 matches in the Australia Cup. And a couple of the A-League sides, they did it tough. And we saw the other day, Western United got beat uh, last Sunday, wasn't it? They got beaten by uh, Sydney United 58. And uh, last night, Brisbane Raw were taken to penalties by Avondale. Finished 2-all. They've won 4-1 on penalties, though, the Raw. And Adelaide United played Adelaide City. Oh, this would have been big in South Australia. That also finished 2 all, And again, 4-1 on penalties, but Adelaide United. So they've survived in shootouts, the Reds and the Brisbane Raw. Wellington Phoenix beat Melbourne City 2-1. And that was in Melbourne at Casey Fields. And the Oakley Cannons beat Brisbane City 5-3. So we're down to the quarterfinals now there in the Australia Cup. This morning on the uh, ATP Tour in Cincinnati, the event there, uh, the two Aussies went down. Alex Dimonor and Nick Kyrgios, they lost to Felix Auger-Aliassime and Taylor Fritz, respectively, and by the same scoreline as well, 6-3, 6-2. And now just a text here. Uh, earlier we mentioned a caller off the back of a text we received a caller, Ray from Wagga, who unfortunately passed away, uh, I believe, at the age of 80. 
recently. And uh, just a text here. G'day, guys. Is there a way to listen to a replay of today's show? My dad, Ray Willis, who was a regular caller on your show, passed away Tuesday. His mate messaged me to say you mentioned him on the show this morning. I'd love to be able to hear it back. Cheers. Every day, the full show, it's broken up into three parts and is available wherever you get your podcast. So if you've got an iPhone, you just go to the podcast app, search for Big Sports Breakfast, and there it will be. Uh, to have any catch-ups from the show, wherever you get your podcasts, just search Big Sports Breakfast and you can find it there. Uh, there's an introduced Mossy uh, just reading Cristiano Ronaldo. He's getting cranky. He's getting old and cranky. Cristiano Ronaldo was speculation about his future intensifies ahead of the transfer window on September 1. I he like what he says said. on social media. Yeah, I, I thought I like of it. you straight away, I Clark, like his, when I saw this. I like this. his thinking. He says, the media is telling lies. And he even has a notebook. <laughs> he's got a notebook, he says. In the last few months of 100 stories that he's in, he says only five were right. Quote, stick with that tip. There you go. He says. 5%. Morning to you, Mossy. <laughs> Good morning. You've you go. just done all my research for me. <laughs> Don't believe everything you read, Mossy. I know, Clarky, but I, you know what I was thinking when I was reading that? I was, I was wondering, compared to Ronaldo, how much bigger is your playbook on things oh, like that? No, well, I didn't. I haven't written any down. There's not a diary big enough on the planet. The, oh, look, I think the theory where there's smoke, there's fire is probably 50% true because there's been instances through my journey on this planet where something has made the front page of a magazine or a newspaper and it is 100% incorrect. Like, you haven't even met the person. It's just out of control. So I'd imagine for someone like Ronaldo, you can times that by a million. He must deal with it every single day. And I'm sure at times like this where, you know, United are playing terribly, he's missed the preseason, there's talk about is he going to stay, is he going to go. He's probably got it's a combination of hearing stuff that's made up, but also I've got no doubt there's some frustration with where things are at as well from both United and him, surely. Yeah, that's right. Uh, look, I agree 100%. But, you know, the, the, the sad part of all of this is before Ronaldo walked back into the joint, he had a wonderful legacy at, at Manchester United yeah. um, from his first stint there. And, and the sad part about this is that this, this will tarnish his legacy, whether it's his fault or others, um, who knows. But ultimately, in 10, 15 years from now, yeah. you won't be talking about whose fault it is. You'll just be talking about the second stint and... and how it ended in tears. Mm. Um, so that's a sad part for me because I think he's a once-in-a-generation player and um, you know, you'd like to see him bow out with a fantastic legacy. He's 37, so you can't imagine he's going to go up from here. Yeah. Um, he'll probably end up at a good club somewhere. I, I, I hope that he goes somewhere like an MLS or, I know, I know I'm a dreamer here, but or maybe the A-League and, and you know gives real life to a league. Mossy, 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 Mossy. <laughs> Mossy, Sydney FC, Mossy, hang on, is he going is, is to live in the oh, Novotel with yeah. LeBron as Mossy. well? Mossy. LeBron's coming for the yeah, kids, <laughs> and Ronaldo's coming for Sydney FC, <laughs> and they're both going to live in the Novotel at Homebush. Home <laughs> <laughs> is it Clark? Yeah, are these, ah, mate, these cynics? I love, mate, these I'll, cynical people. Promise you, I will go and watch every game he plays for Sydney FC. And Clarky, I thought if 
if I banded together your two bank accounts, we could afford him for three three game destined. Mate, seriously, I'm happy to help out. I've got 15 bucks, I reckon, in my wallet. I'm happy to donate that right now. It's <laughs> <laughs> not even on his. He's never heard of Australia, Mossy. <laughs> Australia? Where's that? Do you his agent, do his managers talking to Sydney FC? We've got we five speak? options <laughs> La Liga, Bundesliga. Ailey? <laughs> Didn't he used to date Shanina Shake? She's Aussie, isn't she? Who? Oh, mate. I don't uh, know. Yeah, the supermodel. Yeah. Um, Victoria's Come Secret model. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 even her, as good as she is, yeah. I don't reckon she's helping drag him to Sydney <laughs> FC, unfortunately. But I like you thinking, yeah. Mossy. I like it. Aim high, Mossy. I like it. I, I want you to be right. Dream big. But anyway, moving right on. <laughs> <laughs> aren't they? Aren't they just pricks these two? Seriously. Oh, I'm sorry, Mossy. I, I apologise. Can't behalf. wait to the big sports breakfast lunch. We've got LeBron and Ronaldo coming for a Q&A. <laughs> we'll, take this, we'll take the lunch to the Novotel so they don't have to get into a car. Blocker can give them a sleep. Yes. <laughs> See, Block can do the interview. Um Mossy, oh. what's going on at Liverpool, though, with the start of their season? How are you assessing that? I was to turn their microphones off first. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Whose season? Uh, Liverpool. Yeah, two draws. 1-1 oh. uh, one, one against Crystal Palace the other morning, and uh, Darwin Nunes sent off. Not good. Um, you know, two. Uh, what have we got? Uh, two points from six. Um, that is not the start that we were hoping for, particularly with Nunes and the way he started the pre-season. He was on fire, and if you remember, Ireland at Manchester City, so they were both being compared as the two big signings for the league. Ireland was a slow starter in pre-season. He's hit the ground running in the league, and, and Nunes has been the other way. And then the red card um, against Josh and Anderson for Crystal Palace, uh, who apparently received some death threats post that. that. That is pure petulance from Nunes. There's no other way to look at it. He needs to come to terms with what the Premier League is, and it's uh, rough and tumble. It's a tough league, and um, he's going to get baited every week. And at 23, he should know better. Um, and that, that's a big loss because he may go now for up to three games uh, for, for a headbutt and a straight red card. So um, not good. But I'll tell you, that there was just an, an instance in the game that really, for with my coaching lens on, concerned me a little bit. And that was when Saha scored for Crystal Palace. And the lack of intensity from Van Dyke to go and close close Saha down in the box concerned me. Um, it showed me that they're they're just off the pace. Van Dyke is a world class defender and a great leader, um, and we know what he's done for Liverpool and with Liverpool. But just that moment where Saha was clearly going to pull the trigger and the lack of intensity to close the ball just concerned me a little bit because it was kind of isolated, but it may just be um, a snapshot of uh, Liverpool being half half a yard off the pace at the moment. Need to turn things around quickly, but just going back me though to the Manchester United situation, there was a great spat on TV between oh, Gary yeah. Neville and Jamie Redknapp. I don't know if you saw the I clip. saw that. Really? Yeah. Look at me, yeah. wasn't it, that one? Really? Yeah, that was the one. Gary Neville went absolutely off his tree, and I have to agree with him 100%. I think Jamie Redknapp was being too shallow about it, uh, looking at the players on the pitch. I think Gary Neville nailed it with the toxic culture and fish rots from the head down. And he's, he's going for the owners. He's saying they have lost control of this club and uh, we need to get it back. And there's uh, big talk that uh, Britain's richest man, Jim Ratcliffe, uh, is uh, definitely interested in buying a stake in the club to, to eventually assume full ownership. Okay, he's straight Neville. I, I, I actually enjoy listening to him because he—he's brilliant. He, he does not hold any 
any punch. He, he pull, doesn't pull his punches. Yeah. He says exactly what he feels. And you can st- you can hear in his voice, Mossy, he's still emotionally attached to that club, to United, and there's passion there, which I think you've got to respect. Yeah, 100%. I, I love that stuff, Clarky. I mean, as long as you know you don't cross the line and get personal with it. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think he's ever done. I remember there was, a, there was a couple of players that he had a crack at last year. And again, I think if you're the player, it's probably hard to hear. But I, I think it, it was actually done you know, the right way. It, it was mm. constructive feedback, but straight to the point. No BS. That's right. And knowledgeable. It's yeah. Knowledgeable yeah. And he's a, he was a and, genius and, player as point. well. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So well, I love that because I think, you know, in this day and age, there's too many, uh, too many robots, yeah. um, you know, trotting out the country. And sugarcoating. Way too much sugarcoating as well. That's right. Say it how it is. Mm. Exactly. Which is quirky. That is why... The ratings of this show are so high with yourself and Lost <laughs> Middle. Exactly nah, why. They call us splinters in here. <laughs> Sit on the fence all the time, me and Daly. Nah, yeah. Gary Neville, Roy <laughs> Keane, a couple of angry ants. Yeah. Uh, now, Keane. just before we get your Premier League multi, Mossy, just some news back home. Sydney FC, uh, they signed Jack Rodwell. We spoke about that on Monday. Also, Joe Lolly from Nottingham Forest. And uh, also the Australia Cup. I'll tell you what, some of those A-League sides are doing it tough. Yeah, that's right. First of all, Joe Lolly, I think he's a fantastic signing. Uh, I really think he's going to light up the league um, and uh, help bring Sydney FC back to, to um, where the club wants to be, which is uh, fighting for titles every season. So big signing for Stevie Corica there. Last night, what a wonderful round of Australia Cup. Now, this uh, this is the stage of dreams for, for part-time players, semi-professional players. It gives them a chance to put their name up in lights. We had... Um, we had some uh, NPL clubs up against uh, A-League clubs. Uh, Adelaide City, who you may remember from the old NSL, big club in the old days. Uh, they've been stuck in the NPL for years now, uh, looking to get out of it. Um, and they took on Adelaide United in a, in a derby, an Adelaide derby. 2-2 at full time, went to penalties. So we had three out of four matches last night go to extra time, and two out of those three went to penalties. So uh, quarterfinals, you'll see Sydney FC travelling to Oakley Cannons, um, Peninsula Power from Queensland against Sydney United 58, so two NPL clubs there, which means one definitely goes through to the semi-finals, and then two all-A-League quarter-finals, Adelaide United, Brisbane, and uh, MacArthur and Wellington. But a fantastic round of football last night. Uh, now, what is your multi? Multi. Now, this is uh, in honour of my young um, nephew, Max, who's t- it was his 10th birthday yesterday, so we talked about these uh, these tips last night, and I'm going to go with them because I think he's a very educated kid, my Maxi Moss. Uh, Spurs into Brentford, into Leicester, mm-hmm. into Everton. Everton have got Nottingham Forest. Okay, so Tottenham to beat Wolves, Everton to beat Nottingham Forest, Brentford to win at Craven Cottage against Fulham, and Leicester to win at home against Southampton. That four-legger, is that the one? That's the one. $14.12 with Tab Mossy. Giving you strength. That is Max Moss's birthday multi. Max Moss, happy birthday to you. <laughs> Good on you, guys. Good on you, Mossy. Good Thanks day. so much, mate. Uh, now, Phil Moss there. And Loz, you're reading News Corp's reporting that the New South Wales State Government is opening the purse strings big time to just make sure the GF is here. Well, it's understood the government, New South Wales government, have offered the ARL Commission $8 million per year for the next 20 years to host 
the grand final here in Sydney. So that's a $160 million proposal to ensure it stays here. So they have upped the ante, the New South Wales government, and it looks as though they may have fended off the Queensland government's bid. Okay, that we, we should know. Cha-ching. Surely by the end of the day today. Rolls we'll Royce. Just, yeah, we'll just put the ticket in and we'll pay for it, mate. You come along, we'll pay for the car park. 20 bucks a night. Yeah. You, you fit, fit your Rolls Royce. Just park it there, mate. We'll put it down the garage. You two were so mean to Mossy. I, I don't think... I wasn't, so mean. I wasn't mean to Mossy I wasn't at all. mean. I just, I just don't think Ronaldo or LeBron are coming to the Novotel at Homebush for... <laughs> To play in the NBL or the A League, I I hope they both are, but I, I can't imagine either of them in just a single room at the Novotel and, and we'll drop just, their car out the front yeah, and just park it and, and pay we'll, you twenty bucks a night. We'll we'll pay their parking. Yeah, I, I don't think they will. Economy oh. flight from Sydney to Adelaide to play A League. I, I don't think Ronaldo's doing it. In all honesty, if you were the manager, <laughs> would you say to Ronaldo, or you just sort of just say what? That's well. You've got five offers, all right? So, and one of them is an A-League. You, you just wouldn't have mentioned it, would you? You'd just go, mate, well, I hope we've got does. four four offers here. Yeah, I don't I don't oh. think Ronaldo just yet is looking at or maybe or ever. I don't think he's looking. I want him to look at the A-League. I'd love him to come and play, but I, I, imagine I don't reaction, think that's in his scope I, right now. I just imagine his reaction to the manager when he talks about these leagues... Mm. And then mentions the A League, and he's probably Ronaldo thinking, would be going, "I need a new manager." He still, he still <laughs> Are thinks you embarrassing me. He still thinks he's the leading. You know, he's going to be the leading goal scorer or scorer for United. <laughs> I don't reckon he's contemplating Sydney FC at this stage. Not yet. Not no. yet. Uh, just uh, what was Mossy's multi again, fellas? Tottenham, Brentford, Leicester, Everton. It wasn't Mossy? It was his ten-year-old nephew. So, yeah, it was Max. Maxi Max Mosses. Maxi. Tottenham, Brentford, Leicester, Everton. There you go. I just want to read out this text quickly. Boys, shout out to all the New South Wales Touch Blues players. Uh, heading to Coffs Harbour today to take on Queensland in the State of Origin Friday afternoon and Saturday. Catch all the uh, action live stream through YouTube and Touch Football sites and social media. No doubt some future uh, NRL and NRLW players will be on show. New South Wales looking to take eight series straight, but Queensland will be up for the fight. Ages range from under 20 to over 60. Come on, the Blues. Cheers, Dave. Oh, that sounds like it'll be a great weekend there in Coffs. Dave Stanley, morning to you. He's not listening, as per usual. (laughs) As per usual. Davey Stanley, are you there? DS thinks you should talk to Mossy. <laughs> I'm here. DS! Oh, you're there! Hello, boys. How are you, Sorry, buddy? boys. I don't know what happened. Uh, the machine playing up here. Um, press that green button. Turn on. I mate. have been listening. Yeah, press the green button. Turn it up, mate. Um, wait, I have been listening this morning. How about you guys with Blocker? That was mayhem. Oh, what about... Uh, yeah, just read that text out with Ronaldo. Yeah, you know, Mossy was talking about Ronaldo yes. coming out and playing the A-League. <laughs> And we were just sort of talking about if he came out, you know, if he turned up for our luncheon, we'd pay his car park, you know, he'd come down. But Cesar's text in, here's the clincher for Ronaldo. Throw, throw him an opal card as well. <laughs> <laughs> how, do you reckon he, how do you reckon he'd go with the Novotel buffet breakfast, you know, the scrambled eggs in the morning with the bacon in the buffet and those little chipoladas, he'd be there. One towel. He'd be. Single one towel. How do, you, how do you reckon Ronaldo would go at the lunch, you know, people coming up with jerseys, yeah, you know, can you sign this, can you do this? A couple of selfies. Yeah, good. <laughs> Loz going, he'd be looking oh, around so, going, yeah. what is this? Right. Hundred percent. Yeah. How, how do you reckon he'd go? And, and he, Loz would be there beside him. Core room going, service and ask for yeah. extra pillow. Go, no, mate, you only get one per room. 
Loz would be going, oh, mate, what about your DMs? We talk about pups' DMs. What about yours? And he'd be going, who are these people? What am I doing? But he'd be looking at us like we're from Mars or something. Mate, he would. What No offence to you, pup, but we get on your boat and he'd be like, what is this dinghy? Are we going to the big boat? Is this the tender to take us to the proper boat? They just feel us live in another world. Yes, he would live in another world. And LeBron would as well. That's why the Novotel's not going to be for them, unfortunately. Where would Okay, where would they stay? Would they go to the Oh, Homebush. Shangri-La. Go nah. to the Shang. What's Homebush. that joint down that opposite the Opera House? What's that one where the, all the tennis people stay? Is that the Hyatt? Yeah, there's yeah. Park Hyatt or yeah, Grand Hyatt. Hyatt which yeah. is, I don't know yep. which is the one on the water. I mean, don't worry about the Novotel. Is there an Ibis out there? An Ibis... Yeah. Um, Formula One? Formula One. Oh, 49.95 a night. I'll tell you what, take him camping. <laughs> take him, put, him, put him in the tent. Might just get himself a Winnebago and travel around Australia. Mm-hmm. That's it. Well, I'm, I'm getting the Winnebago. Caravan get or something. A, get My old the, man's uh, got a caravan. He can lend him. How would you, how would you, like, if he, how would you sell it to Toe Ronaldo, Dave? How would you sell it to him? Uh, to the, uh, the, the Forget A-League. about all the other leagues. The A-League. The A-League. Yeah, oh, mate, I'd just say, I'd, well, you'd, 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 you'd have to get the uh, the shots of the harbour. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I just reckon it'd be million to one. I, I look, I'd, I'd love them to come here, oh, but I just reckon a billion to one. I'd, I'm just more thinking of Ronaldo on the big sports breakfast, mm. <laughs> you know, down at the Wagga Cup in the tent. How do you reckon he'd go? <laughs> oh, mate, I could just well, imagine. Well, I tell you what, might take some of the shine off Loz. Oh, oh actually, yeah, I reckon Loz would be filthy. <laughs> he I reckon would be. He would be. He'd right. be like, don't worry about that. that I don't, that I don't take him down that area. <laughs> I oh, don't no, take him down there, mate. Oh, send him to scone. There's only he one king in the Riverina. Can't do Wagga. <laughs> now, boys, uh, your multi tomorrow, Loz. Have you had any thought yet early what you're going to uh, be throwing in your multi? Not yet. Okay. Well, I've got Annabelle Neesham on the the show, so we'll chat with Annabelle about some of her horses tomorrow, straight after scratching, so you can, or Saturday, I should say, so you can have a think about possibly throwing a Neesham horse in. I've got uh, David McComb and Bjorn Baker. And we've got Jock Logley and Chris Roots. Plenty of news floating around, uh, some big news as well. So we'll chat with Chris pretty soon. And uh, we've got our punters panel tomorrow, your multi tomorrow. And uh, that Sticky Wings promotion too, Meadow, you were talking about earlier. That is that sounds un- unreal. Yeah, Ronaldo would love them as well. <laughs> sticky with the Sticky wings. wings. Yeah, how do you reckon he'd go at uh, 7 o'clock in the morning? I heard you this morning, Meadow, saying that they put the wings in front of you or the ribs. And you just get stuck in. Do you reckon Ronaldo nice would just be going, oh, geez, these are good ribs? Yeah, you'd like a bit of the protein early. <laughs> what what nationality was that? was that? I don't know. I don't know what that was. Is he, these ribs are good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that sounds Portuguese. <laughs> Portuguese. <laughs> what about Blocker's roar this morning? Yeah, the tiger. Uh, the tiger. Aggressive. Yeah, I heard that. I heard the mask talk. I reckon you go all right with the mask up. What do you mean? In the bedroom? The sing- Actually, are we going to nah, see you on the mask not- Singer or anything like that? No, nah, the mask is not for me in the bedroom. Not for not you. Who was stage? the cricketer on the mask Singer? Who was the cricketer? Uh, Michael Bevan did it Michael last year, Bevo. I reckon. Yeah, Bevo. Yes. Bevo. No, you won't see me on there. Have a good yeah. day, DS. See you, buddy. All right. See you, mate. Hooroo. See you. I hope I haven't given away a teaser there. Michael Clark, Laurie Daly, Jerry Middleton. They'll all be back tomorrow morning.